Uh, September 12, 2004. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
Watt from Pedro Show, September 12th, 2004 edition. That was uh, Rocky Erickson with uh, his band he had in the 60s, the 13th Floor Elevators, doing Roller Coaster. Uh, before that, we started it out with John Coltrane and Sunship from the album Sunship. It's my last show for quite a while because I'm going on tour with the second men. Nine weeks across the U.S. and Canada. So, Brother Matt, you got to hold the fort. How many shows and how many days? 65 gigs, 66 days. Damn. And uh, we have another P-Droid at the Love Grotto here joining us. Nanny, Roland. Hi. 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 Welcome aboard. Thank you. Nanny goes back to the old days. Uh, when did you meet D Boone? Oh, at Jack in the Box. I met him at Jack in the Box uh, in uh, let me see, seventy nine. You guys worked together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked together. He was a Jack in the Box employee. He also worked at the Catalina ticketing terminal. Right. And who else worked at the terminal? You did. And who else? And and uh, Lisa. Your sister? Yeah. My sister. And what's the story? Oh, because she would talk about Dennis, and I would talk about Dennis, and we never knew he was the same guy until until the day. Like the weird punk guy? It was weird, yeah. And we we would talk about this weird punk guy and play this music, and then my sister would talk about this weird punk guy. And we didn't know it was Dennis until... We met. I went with the terminal demeanor, and it was the guy I knew from Jack in the Box. It was crazy. And who was the other weird punk guy? Uh, Michael Watt was the other weird punk guy. Weirder punk guy. (laughs) Okay. So it was a trip. They found out they were talking about the same people. It was kind of weird. And then you guys Mm -hmm. became some of the first punk girls. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. And then we were thrown out of our house because of it. <laughs> yes. Tossed onto the streets. And yeah, I remember that, yes. And then five years of college later. And Jack in the Box. And college. Uh, that was Western Jack in the Box? No, the, ga- the 6th no, and Gaffey. 6th Street. I saw well, Gaffey between 6th and 7th Street. Still yeah. there. Me and D Boone made a dollar sixty-five an hour. Big time. <laughs> worked graveyards. Uh huh. Eleven to seven. Um, but he also worked during the day with you. Yeah, he did. Because by that time, I had gone to just uh, parking lot and hospital. Yeah. Kitchen. Pot and pan boy. So you were doing all three for a while, and, and yeah. like worked twenty four hours basically for a while, from what I understand. Yeah. So I gave myself pneumonia. <laughs> Almost died. <laughs> uh, yeah. Five, what is it? Five years at the hospital, cook, cook right. boy. So was I. Five at Jack in the Box. So you saw a lot of early Minutemen gigs. The very first ones. I was there. It's very exciting. I saw as they, yeah, you know, moved up through. You saw us through the whole dealio. Yeah, and then uh, Black Flag. And what know. was it like to see D Boone play? 
He was great. He was a very exciting performer. He was quite the showman. I thought he was great, you know. He could really play guitar. It was fabulous. I remember he came to my, sister, my house when my, my little sister was way younger, and, and he picked up this Spanish guitar that we had there. Not Lisa, but... Julie, yeah. And he played the Who song, the Pinball Wizard, with all the strumming on the Spanish guitar. And it was, she just stood there, she was in shock. She's never seen that done like that. And it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> that was fabulous. So, yeah, he was really good. He was a great performer. I have always liked his. And for a while, he, uh, for a little time, he lived with. Lise and Ken Starkey? Yes, in Lamita. In that Lamita house, remember? That was a sweaty pit. Oh, God. It was awful. Yeah, it was. He had this big fish tank, too, so it added this humidity to the room. It was like already, it was damp in there to begin with. It had this musty smell about it that was just like very unique, needless to say. And uh, yeah, they lived there. All three of them. It was a small place, too. Slept on the couch, I think Dennis did. And uh, there was animals and stuff they had. Dee Boom was a painter. Yeah. He was an artist. Because you're a painter. Yes, I'm a painter. And, Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, while you were going to... uh, are you working at Jack? You were going to college. You got yeah. a degree in art, right? Yes, I have my bachelor's of fine art degree from Long Beach State. State. Yes, eighty-five. I graduated. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I was the only punk rocker at Long Beach State at the time, so I was singled out and harassed constantly. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I know people talk about the good old days. Did you guys do any collaborative art? Uh, n- no, we never did. No, but he would, you know, he did stuff, and I would do stuff. He he liked it, you know. He, I don't know. I was because I was going to school. I was doing a lot of uh, assignment type art, so it was like uh, mostly. Uh, it wasn't really when you have to perform like that on command. It's a lot different. You produce a lot of stuff that. You weren't just you weren't there for okay at the time. It was just mass produced for the final, and you weren't really there while you were doing it, right? But you know, so a lot of that art was like that, and I I know that you know I would I would do my own art on the side because I, it was just too much to be constantly having to produce like that. So you know, a lot of those little boxes I made, Dennis saw me making them. I was doing it at the house, remember? Yeah. Yeah. So I was making them right in front of him, and, you know, he would comment and stuff, but, you know, we never really did anything together, I guess. No. No. He did a lot of painting on his own. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was great. He got a couple of them. Right, he did the album covers. Brother Matt's got the paintings that were made into album covers. You have the actual paintings. You got the Project Merge, and I got the King Crimson uh, disc. Right, the disc. Right. That's a great, I, I remember him painting that. Going over there, watching him do that. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. He had that almost like that that style where the paint's built up on the surface, like Van Gogh. Thick. Yeah, the Van Gogh thing. It was cool. Yeah. Name on the temple up at Burning Man the other day. Oh, that's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it is. Graffiti in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
He used to play kind of trebly, huh? Hot, yeah. Oh, really twangy. <laughs> that it wasn't the amp that was doing it. A two. Yeah, he would, he would set use it that, that little tiny. Yeah, he would use that. Make it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's trebly. <laughs> I liked it though. Yeah, he had that. He was really good. It was amazing how he could bounce. Yeah. And jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It's very agile. <laughs> I know. I remember he had the dancing shoes for a while. Those patent leather shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the cut-off shorts, the patent leather shorts. Remember the cut-off shorts with the army green smog Well, pants. the layered look. Yeah, and the cut-off shorts and the shoes. Remember we played that gig at Cal Arts, and uh, we had Halloween outfits, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And um, his outfit, well... You helped me with mine, right? The Mr. Do? Yeah. The clown? Yeah. And then you were like... Uh, I don't know. What it, Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yes. I had and the, Dee Boone had I all had the these. dress. <laughs> I had this perfect Wednesday dress. And yeah. a wig or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was the full Wednesday. With the headless doll or something. Yeah. And he, Dee Boone had all these layers of green on. And he goes, guess what I am? And I go... I don't know, D. Boone. <laughs> no, no, what am I? I said, I, I don't know. And he goes, an artichoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, remember that? It was at CalArts. Mm-hmm. God. There was one guy who was naked and painted red. Yeah, the devil man, remember? <laughs> he, and he would stand, he, you know, people were sitting and he was standing like right behind you, you know, and you're sitting. So if you turn around, you're right there face to face with the devil man naked. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come over and stand by all the women. That was Gross. pretty sick. That was a crazy place, that was art students. Yeah. So... You saw a lot of Minuteman gigs. Yeah, I think over 500. <laughs> I I knew a girl that kept a log. She kept the of every show, and I counted 500 in it. So it was like a lot. Did she write the playlist down? On the no, she just wrote the the date of the show and the location, right? But she started from the very beginning. You know that Linda girl from SST? That, oh yeah, the slab girl. Yeah. Yeah. And she wrote it all, everything down. I haven't seen her for years. I know, I don't even know what happened to her. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah. Intense time. It was. Quite. And Dee Boone was very, um, singular and unique in his way. He's yeah. a treat to play with and mm-hmm. be up there on stage. Uh,. He'd get sweaty. We'd all get sweaty. <laughs> yeah, the sweat, remember? Yeah, it would rip out his pants. That's one reason for the layered look, right? He was, yeah. He'd just do another layer. Wicking away. Crotch <laughs> right thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to play you something here from uh, Raymond Twinkle Twang. Yeah. Here on the Watt from Pedro show. Mm-hmm. 
Scott from Pedro Shell. Oops. <laughs> we uh, don't have headphones, so it's hard for me to do the cue and all that. So it's a tough show. We had probs at the beginning with the hums and Voodoo. Brother Matt was in uh, Burning Man. You know about Burning Man, Nanny? Yeah, it's big Burning Man, <laughs> middle of the desert. I heard, I've heard about it. Yes, I haven't been to one. No. What was this one like, Brother Matt? Thirty-five thousand people. I think that's the biggest so far. And uh, it was mellow. It was really cool. We had a fun camp. We had a little art car stripper mobile. Mm. Um, I had my friend Charlie Two Shoes remains. I put some of them up on the man. Um. Put some of them in the temple. So you had to get torched in grand fashion. That's cool. And. Um, Weather wasn't too bad. Pretty killer dust storms for a few days earlier in the week. They total white out. Riding your bike it was like riding the sand at the beach. It was so dusty because I guess it really didn't have much rain this year. But not too many arrests, so that's good. All the cops were making their presence known when when they did bust somebody. Yeah. It's pretty cheesy. The cops got a camp now. Got a hard <laughs> so they're, they're and they're like, trying to like, you know engage you in some criminal activity so they can bust you. Oh, oh that's wow. lame. Well, entrapment rock. Yeah. Cheesy. You got like, the place it sits on is like, you got to deal with three different counties plus the state and the feds. So. Oh, wow. Why did they pick that place for it? It's really a bitching place. It's oh, just, it's oh. On another planet. It's one of the flattest places on Earth. Yeah. You can see the curve of the earth. It's so wild when the sun comes up, man. Mm-hmm. It's blinding. It's mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. blowing there in your face. It's insane. Yeah, it's cool. Was there an opera? No opera anymore. They still have opera camp and opera meetings, <laughs> but no opera. Uh-huh. Still have broad drama, I guess. So. <laughs> Peppy? Peppy, he's been doing other stuff he's uh been hanging out in india a lot making movies um not bollywood type stuff like documentaries and then coming back he learned how to edit on um and um been doing the film festival thing so i guess he was in new york at that time oh so yeah, I don't think he's been there for a couple of years. Because he was the main man behind the opera. Yeah, he was the, the, the mind of the opera. Yeah. The opera meister. Yeah, yeah. He's an awesome guy. So he's shredding his phone world now. fucking blocks with this thing. Well, headphones are right. <laughs> no, What's up, dude? Hey, hey, What's up, Hi. Well, we got more people in the Love Grotto here. Four blocks. Filipino day kind of interfered with. Yeah, the parking's hell. Yeah, Yeah, there's a festival down at Point Firm. Oh, it is. Pete Mazich here, ready to go out on tour with Second Man, fourth one. Right. We also got new man with us. Where is he pissing? Being the doorman. (laughs) Vanished. I don't know. Raul Morales. Um, Two shows get added out of 63 and 62 days. Did you count them? (laughs) Go to the hook page. (laughs) There's one gig not listed there because it's a CMJ gig. But if you count them, you'll count 65. And won't be back till November 20th. 
we return whence we came. And um, I'm looking forward to it. As am I. It'll be a good time. And if Pete's ready to go. And we'll have uh, Torspiel up on the hoot page so you can follow us along as we sally forth. Pete, it's your fourth time. Yeah. What do you think? I like it. <laughs> I love it, in fact. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I, um, I always felt from day one that it was like, um, it was never really strange to me or anything. It was like, it was like I'd done it all along. You know, and it was just kind of everything that I did kind of led up to that point to do that. So I I couldn't say enough about it. I love the tour. I love the tour the way you tour, too. The first two tours, only partials. Yeah, because it'll work. Right. Then the third time you actually got to do the whole dealio, but it was a little one. So this will be the first full on where he does the whole baby. So the other ones he'd have to leave after six weeks. One time Tom Watson came and took over, and the other time Paul Rossler. But this time we get to have one consistent crew do the do. Uh, what's it like learning Roll the Peace? It was hard. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, but I can't, I can't ask you that. <laughs> well, you know what? Like I told him in the, in the beginning, I was real worried about it because, you know, it, it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of stuff and it's, it's not, you know, like you said, it's not Chuck Berry. <laughs> so, it, you know, it was, it, it was a lot of material to, to digest in a short amount of time. But, um, you know, like I was telling you today, just the fact going over it with him at my house when you were gone and then, you know, the, the, the practice that we've been, the longer practice that we've been having. So, I mean, you know, you mean when I, I was, much better. When I flew overseas to do the Stooges gigs, you guys were practicing. Yeah, we were practicing in my pad. So I got all the countings, all the stuff that I was kind of using Jer as a crutch on, leaning on Jer. You know, it wasn't there anymore. So we had to, you know, we had to piecemeal everything out and count it out. And, you know, that helped me a lot personally. So it made me more comfortable to play it. Yeah, I agree. Same with myself. Uh, you learn things when you teach them. Uh, oh, another one. That might be Vinny maybe Vegas, the right? Maybe, here. maybe with the headphones so we can <laughs> cue up records. Sorry. We haven't been able to cue up records this show because Brother Matt's headphones are with one of the Burning Man people. On fire somewhere. Who won't uh, divest him back. Oh, yeah. Much respect to you, Vinny Vegas. And we got a full house here at the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. You can just step on the table if you want. Because, Nanny, you bought some... Uh, Nanny, you brought some records, and we haven't been able to play them. I did. So, that's kind of a convenient thing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the record, the radio show? Hey Pete, nice to meet you. Yeah. Right. Nice to meet you too. You never met him. Live on air too. He's Pedro. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but you're know. not, right? You're from the hill. Yeah, transplant. How long? Uh, Eighty-seven. I came here. Okay, so you've been here a little bit. Yeah, sixteen years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you finally meet Mr. Mazich. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that but you've seen the second man play, haven't you? Yeah. You didn't want to jump on stage and 
Man hug him? <laughs> no, I'm kind of feeling the love now. Though. <laughs> You're showing. <laughs> it is a little warm. Down the kickstand. He's talking about uh, experience of learning roll the piece. Maybe Raul, we should talk to you about this. Talk to Vinny about it. I would wind to him every night. Okay, switch seats. Go to the Frank What are we talking about? About me about learning all the songs and the, the stuff. About the practice and stuff. Oh, I just ask him about every other day. <laughs> and he goes, he goes like, like, we're on a percentage level. He's like, yeah, I'm about 65% right now. <laughs> and last I spoke to him, he was about like, the, the low 80s, mid 80s. And uh, yeah, I just, you know, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Some days he's a little. Frustrated. You know, this porch core scene, how many um, bands are associated with that? Oh, tons of bands. Just bands from the house. I mean, there's probably been like 10 bands that have started in those houses. Okay. And uh, so the stuff you learned with us is pretty similar to what they're doing? What'd you bring, man? I'm playing the drums still. <laughs> I'd say the counting is completely different. Like the measures, it's not in fours or sixes. I mean, it is. It's a lot of it's in sixes too, but a lot of three counts, five counts, mm -hmm. stuff like that. The clave, that's completely different. Yeah. So. Uh, Robo didn't teach you the clave. So. You think that maybe uh, your experience with me and Pete might end up rubbing off on that those folks? Most definitely. How could it not? Different degrees of. Separation. Yeah. Um, I see, I see it definitely. We played the other day. You were. Yeah, he thought I was noodling around. He said I couldn't concentrate. No, his, real, <laughs> his drumrolls were a lot tighter and snappier. And uh, yeah, it was like it was like he's doing one beat and it was stop and going to something else. It's real um, sporadic. Were you just doing a jam? Yeah, we do that. We do it a couple whenever we feel like it. Whenever I get bored, we all comes over. Yeah. Plug in the guitars and crank them up. You got any projects going, Vinny? No, not well. Kind of with Tony and Kevin, uh, Kevin and Tony from Forest Street. This is my first one in a couple, shit, almost two years, about a year and a half. Now we recorded the songs like half a year ago. Yeah, but we didn't do anything with that. But we're gonna meet Kid Kevin and Tony are gonna do a little band, and our goal is to play like heralds and walkers, <laughs> like parties and bars. The quintessential Sandy Joe Bar Rock man. Yeah, we don't want to. Well, you know, there's a big. There's a big hole in the wedding scene now. Croatian weddings and shit. I tried to get into that. some Croatian. What about the brewery? Yeah, you know. I'm sure if they asked us. I mean, Harold's is just kind of like you know. But there's bands playing there, right? Yeah, pretty frequently. I heard that pretty soon Sacred Grounds. Is bailing from that locale and going next to the Warner Theater. I heard that for a while, but I don't, I don't know what, what's going on. That's going to that. be some stoppage with gigs. Yeah, that's going to suck, kind of, because they they pay the bands good, and it's a good place for uh, underage kids to go see music. Yeah. And Pedro. Yeah, you know. What about uh, Marty and? Uh, just spoke to him. La Zona Rosa. Are they still going to do gigs? I just spoke to him on my way down. He asked No Comprende to do a reunion show, and. Uh, with aggression, five. Oh, try to do a cheap show, five dollar, uh, five dollar all ages thing. But is it the old aggression? Aggression. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> but Craig didn't want to do it. 
And I feel good. I've been losing some weight. I could fit back into the G. You're stadium. the bass player yeah, to. Uh, yeah, exactly. To yeah. yeah. He called me a bass trader when I started playing guitar. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Chris Lopshot too. Well, Chris Lopshot too. That seems to happen a lot. <laughs> they get their own band. Two more they get off on the, the bass. But yeah, I was looking forward. I really wanted to do it, you know. But. Um, Hey, really? Because you know, you know the songs, and it's like, yeah, do three practices, play a show, and just, you know, more fun, less work. Craig said no. Craig said, like, what was his it. reasons? You know, I don't know, but I, I talked to him last night, and he's just like, do you want to do it? He's just like, no. No. He's been helping out a lot with the skate park. Yeah. yeah he organizes some shows and stuff. The benefit shows. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh,. He doesn't do any of the concrete work, though. No. <laughs> a lot of it's done now, though. I saw it. I see some movies or a film crew shooting there. McDonald's. Oh, McDonald's shot a commercial there. They gave him $750 donation for a uh, skate park. Oh, great. Oh, cool. I, I, it great for cool. the donation, lame for the... Yeah, they should have got a lot more money. Yeah. The way we think they just baby. done it there. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's not even really anyone's property. Caltrans's property. Right. They could have paid. Yeah, but it's somewhere for the kids to skate. That's happening. I got a little bit of the concrete work down there. It's kind of. Uh, Barman's got this zine called um, "The Rise in the Fall." You've written for it. A little bit, yeah. Some taco trucks, some band interviews. I'm doing a. You did a review of taco trucks. I'm doing a part two of the taco trucks. Yeah. There's another one down by the um, Home Depot. That's and, right. Jaliscos uh, has moved around a little bit. So I'm gonna do that. Uh, I'm gonna do some story about the skate park in uh, Long Beach. There's this real ghetto. There's a Long Beach. Park. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's a real super janky ghetto skate park, and uh, there's like these bums. There's dudes selling slinging like what I would imagine to be crack rocks, you know, <laughs> there by the way they're looking at you, you know, like you buying and. Uh, <laughs> This peep bum sleeping next to the shopping carts, and I already got the photos. I got cops shaking some dude down, yeah. You know, so should be interesting. I hope the photos turn out good. I gotta get them developed. Yeah, are you gonna maybe branch out from taco trucks? From taco trucks? I, as, think, I mean, on the Comitas trip, are you gonna like? Oh, as far as get an Elmer Dill's thing going? No, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I did think about doing the Mexican restaurants. Like every, there's so many Mexican I'm restaurants that would give me two years. Yeah, I got years off of Burrito Day, man. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, the food thing? No, I don't know. The Elmer Dill thing's all not my deal. I don't know. Just you wouldn't like... I just write stories about me or what I involved do part of, you know? You wouldn't like it if people asked you to rate chow pads by you putting the chow in your that'd, I'd word hole? I'd be down. All right. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be totally be down. You'd probably get a good meal, you know? What about Elmer? How many years? He's I probably know, been he's shot. looking ancient. Did huh? you see him? Jeez. No, yeah. He's yeah. And he's shoveling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something to think about. Yeah. So, um... Three movies last night. What are you going to do when Rawl's gone? When Rawl's gone? Um, I don't know, man. You going to still jam? Yeah, me and Kevin Tony. And Tony. And Kevin. Yeah, exactly. I've been, uh... Motivated lately, so it's pretty. I'm, I'm into it. Who's your favorite Pedro band right now? My favorite Pedro band. Okay. Not going here. Oh dear, God. I guess I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
There's you guys, you know, the second man. There's Killer Dreamer. Truly, Killer Dreamer, the second man, are two of my favorites. I think Killer Dreamer puts a better live show on than what is put across on their record. It's more intense, like chaotic wise. Um, so, those two bands. What about all them great bands that play at Furman during the summer? <laughs> what? Uh, the wind, too? <laughs> Yeah. Why are people laughing? <laughs> I love they're having Filipino jive over there right now. Because it's like those probably things blow turn up. like a prac form. Uh, you know? yeah. They just keep practicing. I bet some uh, Filipino bands blow away those bands that are usually playing. A, the Rolling Blackouts are a good band too. Yeah. Oh, you know but I why like? aren't any of those bands playing those outdoor things yeah, at Furman in the summer during the summer? Why is it the same old tire? <laughs> what it yeah. is, I don't know. You think it's connects? Guaranteed. And laziness. I like Drinker's Purgatory is another new band that's pretty good. Pedro? Um, Anaheim. Troy was living at 4th Street, but they're probably Anaheim. Right. OC band? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're really good. What about uh, four-letter words? Are they back in that's Orange Kevin's County? Band. He lives, he's our amazing killer dreamer. They they're haven't played in the neighborhood. Yeah, but some of those guys are Orange County. Yeah. Right? They're doing a reunion show coming up soon. One time I played with them in Texas. Yeah. And I, I saw them driving on the way home. I saw the picture of you. They, they snapped a picture of you in your van. You're doing like the fist. That, You're like <laughs> driving and like, you know, the right so What a coincidence. <laughs> Kevin's got that in his, in his, we're going to Dodger game. And he's like, look at this picture. I'm like, what's what? Cool. And he's like, yeah, that's in Arizona coming home or going out to or. You know, it was a trip. We had Tony Platten on the show few weeks ago and he jammed with brother matt dude i was here he shredded yeah. that's right and i told tony man i go wow man either you're really good or you got really lucky you know because tony was like fast i was like this is dexterous chunky little fingers getting down i think that's the first time tone played in front of anybody yeah wow. he's never done wow. a gig wow yeah he's wow. never been in a band yeah 20 guitars you know d boone taught him yeah how was the Joe Boone show last week, two weeks ago? No. We haven't had one with him yet. No, didn't you go to some show to see him play somewhere? Joe Boone? No, yeah. oh, Joe Boone hasn't been in a band. Oh, I thought you said it was a long time, I think, since we were boys and playing in the bedroom. <laughs> so I don't think you were even born yet. No. <laughs> Twinkling Papa's eye rock. <laughs> Papa's drunk <laughs> Papa's bleary eye. Bleary eye, drive me home. I'm good drive me drunk, I'm, I'm home. home. Drunk and good eye rock. <laughs> no, but uh, we're going to have Joe Boone come on the show when he finds time. He went back to school. He's almost got a degree. Cool. How that is. Older guys doing it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, my sister just got her degree. Mm. Forty-four years old. That's proper. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. She wants to teach kids. I've been uh, plugging away at one too, actually. See. You know, the plus. Actually, next year I could teach trade school if I want. Cool. Because my job that I've been at for fifteen years is not as secure as we thought it was. I'm all right, but. I need that kind of stress, man. Like the cover of uh, that Pete Townsend record, Who Came First. Mm. He's got the big combat boots and he's standing on eggs. Mm -hmm. 
That's pretty indicative of the situation. Yeah, that's my one. Also, much no. I mean, just the human condition. Period. We think we got a handle on it, but it's all so tenuous. Any moment, snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> okay, we're coming to the end of the first hour on the September twelfth, two thousand four. Watt from Pedro show. The second hour, Mr. Pete Mazich. He's going to collaborate with Brother Matt cool. on a spin cycle. <laughs> the Return from Burning Man spin yeah, I session. Well, there's some cool. stuff here. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We got some rack mount. Vault. Yeah. Get up some beats and Pete. Well, all right. Now, that thing uh, took some weight, some heft, right? Oh, yeah. It's How four, many blocks? Four. <laughs> yeah. It's about 70 pounds. How many blocks back? <laughs> Character builder. Yep. <laughs> no, on the way back, he gets the back car, breaker. drives it up. Yeah. Right? He picks it up from the door. The Leave it by the door, bring the car. Actually, I feel pretty good now, so maybe I'll just walk it back. Yeah. <laughs> Our little uh, head... Balanced yeah. Well, you know, got to pump. Well, you know, the, the old ladies in Croatia, they used to put like 40, 50 gallons of water on their heads, man. And all they had was like a little rag. And I used to, you could still see them when I was over there on uh, on vacation. They'd like put a little rag up on the top of there and then they'd lift this shit up and, and walk for, you know, half mile, mile. Wow. Good for fun. Insane, man. Wow. Some strong necks. Yeah. Endeavor. <laughs> Get head butted by one of them. <laughs> yeah, be you turn the heat up a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, hold tight for hour two. September 12th, 2004. It's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
watch out for the police. Hey, it's gonna get pretty nasty around here. Yeah. We're gonna lose it on up now, y'all. Everybody feel like they wanna be cool. Come on up a little closer.
Funkadelic from 1971. Uh, now we got Brother Matt here. Well, Nanny, you pick birthday party. Another one? Right? Yeah, I did. And, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we saw them, right? Live. Yes, we saw them at the Roxy. It was pretty intense. It show. was. Quite. Look too healthy though, huh? No, he's real sweaty. It's fabulous. Except the bass player, Tracy Pilotel. <laughs> yeah. She was grinding it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
difficult show for us with the equipment. Yeah, we're like stringing it all together with uh, backup parts and uh, borrowed headphones. Yeah. <laughs> and now we can't get this turntable on, but we got one turntable. And we do have CD players. And Brother Matt, you mind trying to get it Give it a try. Here we go. Keep okay. the fingers crossed. And Mr. Pete on the organ. Yes.
say that they're dead, although they appear to be dead. Dead.
genial boy.
Okay, blacksmith, I'm in the ring. Oh. 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 No, it's too slow, brother, too slow. You're not feeling the first. One, two, one, two, three, four. Diamond rock twists away across the floor, trails away like mercury. Have you ever seen her? Been in between her. She's a goddess, you'll pay double just to be her candlestick. Have you seen a sucker crocus? Have you seen a licking eyeball? Feeling young and dignified. Black snake diamond rock, doing it with confidence. Yes, she's not young and she's not old. Every time Got a penthouse full of dwarfs Lord, I wish that she was mine Oh, maybe she is Going down to Milton Keynes Looking for my destiny Faking on a crocus top in a frock Tulips blossom in a sock Tulips from Amsterdam Join together at the sides No
station. Walter turnstile and two flights down the iron stairs, catching up down a train. Young, good-looking crew cut, Ivy League advertising exec type fruit holds the door back for me. I've evidently his idea of a character. You know the type comes on with bartenders and cab drivers talking about right hooks and the Dodgers. Call the counterman in Needix by his first name. A real uh, soul. And right on time, this narcotic stick in a white trench coat. Imagine tailing somebody in a white trench coat, trying to pass as a fag, I guess, hit the platform. I can hear the way he would say it, holding my outfit in his left hand, right hand on his piece. I think you dropped something, fella. But the subway is moving. So long, Flatfoot, I yell, giving the fruit his bee production. I look into the fruit's eyes, take in the white teeth, the Florida tan, the $200 shark skin suit, the button-down Brooks Brothers shirt, and carrying the news as a prop. The only thing I read is little Amner. A square wants to come on him. Talks about pod, smoking now and then, and keeps some around to offer the fast Hollywood types. Thanks, kid, I say. I can see you're one of our own. His face lights up like a pinball machine with stupid pink affect. Ever see a hot shot hit, kid? I saw the gimp catch one in Philly. We rigged his room with a one-way whorehouse mirror and charged a Sosky to watch it. <laughs> he never got the needle out of his arm. They don't if the shot is right. That's the way they find them, dropper full of clotted blood, hanging out of a blue arm. The look in his eyes when I hit kid, it was tasty. Thank you, Uncle Bill, William S. Burroughs, with an excerpt from Naked Lunch. Before that, we had Soft Boys and Black Snake Diamond Rock. Nana, you picked that one. Did you ever get to see them? Yeah. Robin Hitchcock? Yeah, I saw them. Did you ever see Soft Boys? I saw them play Soft Boys songs. Saw him play Subway song the last time he played here. Oh, it was like two years ago. But he played the Subway song. And before that, Brother Matt, Pete yeah. Mazich collaborating on a spin cycle. Well, thanks. That's pretty wild. A little unsettling for me at points. <laughs> what was wrong with your machine? Ah, oh, there's missing keys and shit on it. That was, you know, left over for one of our tours. <laughs> oh, yeah, we used that. You took that on tour. Didn't, yeah. We oh, used that. The first time Pete went out with us, he I used that. Both of my synthesizers. Yeah. He went through some module that was supposed to fake a Leslie. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't happening. Oh. Here, get over on the mic, sailor. 
What was they're it? Not real, I said they're not really made. What was it called? For the rigors of the road. Or at least are. What was it called? Velox? That was a voce. Voce. Well, the voce was good. It was the key, you know, it was the keyboard that was messed up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how many uh, keyboards and organs you got in your, your quiver now? You just finished one, right? Yeah, that's my second shot. I got five of them. And, uh, you know, pianos and synthesizers and basses and crap. It's uh, quite a packed house up there. <laughs> What's the latest project? You just rebuilt one. Yeah, this guy from Long Beach that I used to play with, his name was Chris Hanlon. He played in a band that I, that I played in called Bourbon Jones over there. And um, somebody had given him an organ that had fallen off of a truck on, uh, on the freeway. And he... Uh, and he brought it to me. It was basically a pile of parts, but you know, as a testament to their build quality, when I plugged it in, it worked. And it was still missing a couple of tones, so I had to, I had to do some open heart surgery on that thing. But it's working now, almost. There's just one part that's nagging me. And I'll take care of that when I get, get back from tour. What the volume pedal? Yeah, the volume pedal. It's backwards. Yeah, it's backwards, and then I put it, and then I wired it backwards, so it worked, but now I'm getting some kind of DC voltage across the potentiometer, so it's going on the bottom. Got some click-click. Yeah. So, put a cap across that or whatever, but now we got to get ready for the tour, so I'm going to just... Put it on hold. Shelf, shelf it. Yeah. What's it like jamming with Brother Matt? I dug on it, except like I said, you know... Well, I can't blame the keys, you know... Floor carpenter blames his tools. tools. So I got, so I did what um, you know, I did what I could cool. <laughs> without whining too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need any whining. Well, yeah, I know, but you can testify to the fact that when you got a piece of shit, you got to deal with it. Yeah, in England, so. can't polish a turd. Right, unless you freeze it. <laughs> unless you freeze it first, <laughs> <laughs> then it shines up real nice. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, look at that. You could really shine that up there. Now go get the fucking shine box. I remember you. I remember you. Used to shine my shoes up to a polish. <laughs> to a luster. A luster. Coming up the end of the second hour of the September 12, 2004 edition of Watt for Pedro show. Hang tight for hour three. September 12, 2004, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Here's part four, the conclusion of Dreams of the Blue Morpho. Hmm. Well, Amy was with Nina all day, just like she said. Yeah, so where does that leave us? Did you notice how the light was different? When? When we were at the plantation. Did you see the way it was pulsating? Yeah, so? Have you seen it do that before? Hmm. No, not in the same way. But why? Because the light is changing. You mean like changing into other people? Well, if you see two mojos walking around, will you let me know? <laughs> sure, if I know which one is you. Late that afternoon, Jack and Nina sit in silence, watching the sun set over the Pacific. Nina... Yes, Jack. Isn't there something else that old woman said to you? Doña Fernandez? She said a lot of things. Why? 
Well, you know that I saw someone who looked exactly like Amy. I know. Well, did Doña Fernandez ever say anything about Amy's light fandango? I'm, I mean, well, can it change into a person? She didn't say. Uh, maybe she said a person can change into a light? No, she said Amy has a reflection. You mean Amy has a double? I don't know. Well, why didn't you tell us this before? I thought it was too weird. Nina, don't you think that seeing a light hovering over Amy's shoulder, as we've all seen, I mean, don't you think that that is a little weird? Back off, okay? Uh, I'm sorry. Look, if that was Amy's double I saw, I just don't know what the hell we've got here. Can the light really look like Amy? Hmm. I wonder. Do you believe that? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I was thinking of something else. I, I think I need to know more about her parents. Neither one is alive. Yeah, but there may be someone who remembers her. Uh, when she lived in Costa Rica, I mean. Someone who, who knew her father. And especially her mother. Why especially her mother? Because she left right after Amy was born. Why did she leave? Why didn't she take Amy with her? We don't know anything about her mother, do we? No. So maybe we can fill in a few blanks. Will you help? Of course. It's a quiet night at Senor Frog's. In the background, we can hear Mojo doing his thing, tickling those plastic ivories. Jack. Hmm? Don't give up on me. Amy, what do you remember about your father? Well, he was kind to me. He took care of me. What do you want to know? Well, what about his friends? I mean, when you were living in Costa Rica, who were your father's friends? The only ones I remember were company people, you know, the banana people, but I don't know who they were. What about at home? You must have had servants. Of course. Was there anyone that you were particularly close to? Hmm. There was Maria and Jose. They were there as long as I can remember. Do you know where they are now? Maria passed on years ago. And back then, Jose was getting on. Well, did they have a family? Well, they had a boy around my age, and sometimes they'd bring him... No. No, wait a minute. They, They had a little house on the plantation... So maybe it was their grandchild? Miguel. No. no, his name wasn't Miguel. He had a funny name. He was named after a cat. Cat? You mean, like, Felix? That's it! Felix. Felix Rodriguez. Well, I wonder how many Rodriguez's there are in Costa Rica. <laughs> a couple. Well, at least it's a start. You want to find Felix? Yeah. How will you do that? Well... I can ask Nina to talk to people who still live near the plantation. Who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky. (laughs) That'd be a change. (laughs) It's late at night. Half the world is asleep. The other half is out prowling. Or howling. Uh, What the heck is that? Howler monkeys. What time is it? 
Oh, it's quarter after three. Why am I awake? <sighs> well, Jack, it's because you got up at 3 a.m. last night. Oh, oh. What if there's a law against shooting monkeys here? Probably. Well, I can make myself some coffee, I guess, so if I do get back to sleep when I wake up, I'll, I'll hit the floor running. Hmm. The door to Amy's room is open. Is she in there? Amy? Amy? No. No. Maybe she went outside to throw rocks at that damn thing. The moon is up, full and bright, as Jack makes his way down the steps and out onto the beach. He can see footprints in the wet sand. Hmm. Tide is out. It looks like she walked toward the rocks over there. Looks like she's headed toward Cathedral Point. Uh Uh-oh. I think the tide is turning. Beginning to creep back in. I better hurry up. I don't want to get trapped on the ocean side of these rocks. It's really coming in now. Beginning to wipe out her tracks. I better scramble up these rocks. Before I end up getting battered against them. Uh, uh. Ah. There's another beach over here. Hmm, a little sandy crescent beach. There she is. And I see the light. The light fandango. I wonder, does the light see me? Mojo is right. The light is different. It's changing shape as it pulsates. It's hovering right in front of her. Did she follow it here? She in a trance? I can't tell. I'm not going to disturb her, though. I'll just let her be. It's interesting the way it pulsates. Mojo may be right. It may be a code. Could be sending a message. She could be receiving it on some subliminal level. Hmm. It's hard to stay awake. Is it because of the light? Why don't I just sit down on the sand here and watch the light do its fandango? I guess I'll just sit here and wait. The warm night, the soft breeze, the gentle waves, the rhythmic pulsating of the light, and Jack gradually drifts off. If he has any dreams, he doesn't remember. 
Jack? Hmm. Good morning. Uh, why? <laughs> did you sleep well? Oh, that light. Where did that sun come from? Uh, from out of the ocean. Ah, uh, I don't suppose you could turn it down a little. It's morning. Uh, I like this mattress. <laughs> why are you here? Oh, I like to spend moonlit nights stretched out on the cool sand, except this sand is starting to get hot. You followed me? No, just your footprints. You are happen to have a cup of coffee on you. Well, there's a cantina back there. They'll be opening in a couple of hours. Oh, great. Well, I I remember I, I followed your footprints, and, and I found you sitting here staring at the light. What happened? What happened to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I fell asleep. What happened to you? I think I met myself. Where? In the light? Yes. You mean the light turned into you? No, but I had a conversation with myself. Yeah? I saw that I wasn't who I thought I was. Well, who were you? Uh, or, I mean, who are you? I lived in France and Brazil and Mexico, and now I live here. Mm-hmm. But didn't you actually live in those countries? Not all of them, no. This wasn't a past life thing. No, it's another life. You mean a life that's that's happening parallel to this one? I think so. Hmm. And what exactly is this light fandango? I think it's something that moves back and forth between my two selves. So you also exist on a, a parallel dimension? No, I didn't say that. Hmm. Are you saying that you have another self somewhere here in Costa Rica? Yes. Oh. Jack, do you think that's who you saw? At the plantation. Well, she sure looked like you. I want to go back there with you. Okay, but but first, I want to take a bath. Well, there's your tub. Uh, okay, I guess I'll go rub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> Hi, Mojo. Good morning. Hmm. Did the two of you go out for an early walk? Oh, yes. Very early. Nina's here. Really? Hmm. She came over to make us an authentic Tico breakfast. Oh, is she in the kitchen? That's right. Hey, Nina! Nina, are you all right? No, damn it. I pour hot oil on my hand. I can't believe oh, it. Oh, my God. How did that happen? The damp pants slipped. Look at this. I'm going to be scarred for life. Mojo, uh, what do you have for burns? Wait, I'll get something. Here, let me. What are you doing? Just let me hold Look, your hand. Look, maybe we better get a doctor. No, wait. Ow, this really hurts. Oh. Please. Amy, I think we should Jack. call an ambulance. Jack. What? Let her be. Okay, sure. How does it feel now? It stopped hurting. Look at her hand. That burn is almost gone. Oh, my God. Amy, how did you learn this? It's just something I can do. You're a healer? No. Someone taught you how to do this? No, no I just... Can we not talk about it? You are a natural healer. Please, okay? Okay. Amy. Not now. Not Later that afternoon, 
Jack and Mojo finally have a chance to discuss the events of that morning. Mojo, what, what do you think? She's got the power. You didn't see a light around her, did you? No, there was no light. What she did came from her. My guess is Amy's always been able to heal. Yeah, but why was she so testy about it? It may be that she'll have to pay in some way. You mean she takes the pain into herself? Well, for some healers, they're they're instruments of God. Some just shake it off, throw it away. Yeah, but what if you actually take the pain into yourself? You don't want to hold it. Like people who are psychics, a lot of them are, well, they're overweight because of what they take in. It doesn't all pass on out. Are you saying that psychic energy can can be like junk food? Oh, yeah. Kentucky Fried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's not Amy. Amy, she has a natural feel. She has that special touch. Hmm. How did she heal Nina? Seems to me she had one hand resting on that burn and the other reaching out to God. You mean she was praying? Well, maybe something like that. She won't talk about it. I think her friend, the Light Fandango, has something to do with this. You mean with the healing? No, no. Something to do with the fact that she knows how to heal. I want to go to the plantation. Will you both come with me? Sure. Jack? Uh, Of course. Where's Nina? (laughs) She's been gone since this morning. Is she all right? Oh, yeah. She's just fine now. Uh, Nina's doing something for me. She, She won't be back for a while. Well, can we go now? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Jack, Mojo, and Amy drive out to the old abandoned banana plantation where Amy lived as a child. They pull into the weed-infested drive. Before them is the weather-stained mansion, sagging, barely holding itself upright. Well, the old hacienda is still hanging in there. I can't believe it's still here. You know, you mentioned a marker that may have been your sister's. I wouldn't know where to look. It's all changed. Everything's overgrown. This is interesting. Someone's been here since we were out here. (laughs) They nailed up a sign. Yeah, what? Trespassers will be shot? No, but close. Es privado, quédese afuera. This is private. Stay out. Well, shall we go in? Is it safe? Barely. Is that your cell phone? I left it back in the car. Hello? Yes, Mojo. Hmm. That's good. Okay, where? Uh, Wait, wait. Let me find something to write with. Okay, go ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. I got that. Hmm. Right. What? Yeah. Maybe an hour and a half from here. Okay, okay. See you then. Mojo, was that Nina? Huh. She found Felix Rodriguez. The boy that Amy used to play with. The same. Where'd you find him? San Ramon. I got directions. She's there now. I'll get Amy. Did you find anything in there? Oh, just some faded memories. There were secret places I would hide in. I remember wishing I had a mother. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Your father never remarried. No. 
Amy, how long have you been able to heal people? Oh, Jack. No, 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 listen. This is important. That's a fine gift you have. I've told you I've always been able to heal. Well, heal some things, certainly not relationships. But you didn't want anyone to know. Why? I didn't want to be like my mother. She was a bit of a witch. Which kind of witch? Well, according to my father, she was both, starting with a B and a W. <laughs> when you were a little girl, did anyone know about your being able to heal? Yeah. Did your father know? I tried to hide it from him. I think Maria knew and Jose. Mm-hmm. M maybe my mother. Your mother knew? N no, I meant I, I think she knew how to heal with medicinal plants. Uh, how do you know this? Jose. When we were on walks, he'd pick different plants and he'd tell me how my mother would use them. She used the plants for remedies to, to cure illnesses. That's what Jose said. That was our little secret because my father forbid him to speak about my mother. Wait a minute. I just realized something. That woman I saw, the, the one who looked like you, she had been picking what, what I thought were weeds, but now I'm wondering if they weren't herbs. You didn't tell me this. Well, maybe they were weeds. No, there are herbs still growing back there. Hmm. They say the most powerful medicinal plants are weeds. So, you never know. San Ramon is a town about an hour and a half west of San Jose. It's a small town located just off Highway 1 and is known as the center of cigar production. If you drive along with your window down, you just might get a whiff of that rich Costa Rican pastime puffing on a fine, hand-rolled cigar. It's a tan our friend little Frida would definitely enjoy. But Jack, Mojo, and Amy have other thoughts on their mind as they pass through town, turn onto a dirt lane, and pull up in front of a neat one-story house surrounded by the colors of all sorts of brilliant, blooming flowers. Nina is waiting for them. She is smiling. In fact, Jack realizes how beautiful she is. Tanned, healthy, radiant standing there with flowers in her hair. She fits right in, as though she were one of the exotic flowers. As they roll to a stop, a handsome man steps out of the house and approaches the car. Amy, Jack, Mojo, this is Felix. Hola. How are you doing? <laughs> Glad to meet you, Felix. Do you remember me? I remember Amy, that little gringo girl. <laughs> Oh, that was so long ago. But do you remember my mother? No, no. But my grandfather, he often spoke of your mother. I knew nothing about her. Your father, he never told you? No, never. He wouldn't talk about her. All I know is that she was Costa Rican. Oh, she was, how you say, a wild woman. <laughs> wild? You mean many lovers, many men? No, 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 no. My grandfather said she was strong-headed. She and your father did not get on well. He was, you know, a, a manager for the Banana Kings. But he could not manage her. <laughs> she left us right after I was born. Why did she leave? My grandfather said she could not live with your father anymore. She wanted to be free. So she take your sister and in the night she leave. And your father say, good riddance. And he tell my grandfather, you never speak of her again. You said she took my sister? Yes. In the night, they leave. I don't have a sister. Your mother, she must leave you, but she take your sister. What sister? Your sister, you know. No, no, I don't. 
You don't know you have a sister? What sister? Ella no sabe que tiene una hermana gemela. Ella tiene una hermana gemela. Sí, vos no lo sabes. Sí, yo sabía, pero no sabía que estaba viva. Wait, wait I, I can't follow. Your twin. My twin sister? Yes. She died. When? You mean my twin sister was still alive? Yes. She didn't die at birth? No. And when my mother left, she took my twin sister and left me? Yes. Well, why did she leave me behind? I think because your father, he would not allow your mother to take you both. Oh, God. Oh, my... Well, when did my sister die? Your sister? She died? Yes, I mean, she's not alive. No? Is she? Se le murió la hermana. Ay, a mí no me pregunte, yo no sé. What are you saying? I think yes. Yes, what? I think she is okay. She's alive? Yes. Have you seen her? Of course. When did you last see her? Two, three months ago. In Costa Rica? She lives here. I can't believe this. It is true, I swear. No, 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 I believe you. It's I just, oh, this is too much. She is like you. What's that? You are like reflections. We look identical? Yes. Close, almost. Emily. Her hair is much more long. Oh, her name is Emily? Yes. She's lived here all her life? No, no. She lived many places. But maybe two years ago, she's called back to Costa Rica. She find me, and we talk. Two years ago? Felix, you said she was called back to Costa Rica? Yes. She said she had to come home. Why didn't she try to find me? If I knew that she was alive, I would have looked all over the world for her. Your father, he tell her you are dead. What? When did he say that? She find him, they talk on the telephone, and he does not want anything to do with her. And he tell her you no longer alive. My father? He actually said that? Yes, that is what Emily said to me. Felix, did Emily ever tell you about seeing a, a strange light? <laughs> oh, I know what you are saying. How do you know this? Because there's a light that appears around Amy at times. Really? Both sisters? Does Emily know what it is? It is from their mother. From their mother? Their mother. She was a medicine woman. Curandera? Yes, but much more. They say she was also a bruja. A bruja? Ooh. A bruja? A witch or a sorceress. My mother? Not a real witch. Oh, yes. Very real. Oh, my God. She was from Escazú. What is Escazú? Escazú is called the witch capital of Costa Rica. There are many witches in Escazú. All are women. <laughs> my mother was a witch? A bruja. Yeah, right. And the light? It is, um, how you say... Phenomeno? Your mother, she conjure, she create, she make the light. How do you know this? When you talk to Emily, she will tell you. She knows everything. Felix, is Emily also a medicine woman? Si. She is a medicine woman. But bruja, no. No bruja. <laughs> no bruja. <laughs> Where does my sister live? Sarcero. Sarcero? That's about an hour north of San Ramon. Very nice. Very pretty. An hour away? I can't believe this. Well, I've been wanting to see what they call the Central Highlands. Amy, are you now ready to meet your sister? Oh, boy. I don't know. I guess. Wow. And so Nina and Amy climb in one car, Jack and Mojo in the other, 
and they drive up the winding mountain road to the town of Sarcero. So that was her sister I saw out at the plantation. Mm-hmm. Looks that way. I wonder how that Doña Fernandez in Puerto Limon could be so wrong about Amy. How do you know she was wrong? Well, she told Amy to stay away from men. She said that Light was a, a jealous lover from some past life. Now, that's a little off the mark, wouldn't you say? Well, that old Curandera probably saw Amy was a healer. And she may have felt that her to be really special, she may have to stay away from men. Yeah, and what about the jealous lover? Maybe she used that as a temporary distraction. Well, how about your buddy, Chango? Where does he fit in? She may have used him to clear things, crack some lightning, roll some thunder. And then maybe she called in someone like Babalu Aye. Desi Arnaz? <laughs> Remember, Babalu Aye is the Orisha that cures and causes illnesses. Ah, uh, I don't know, Mojo. That old woman did tell Nina that Amy had a reflection. Yeah, okay, but what about that light being a code? It was. We just never broke it. Yeah, right. How about that mother of Amy's, the Bruja? Man, she must have been something else. <laughs> so was the whole family by the sounds of it. You know, Mojo, I think you'd better watch out for these Costa Rican women. Oh, I'm watching out, but I don't know about you, man. What do you mean? Uh, when we drove up and Nina was standing there, you were looking at her like she was some kind of exotic butterfly that you wouldn't mind adding to your collection. <laughs> Mojo, that is not my style. You know that. Yeah, yeah. No, not you, Jack. No way. <laughs> I mean, she did remind me of, uh, of an exotic flower or bird or maybe a butterfly. Ah. The drive from San Ramon is as lovely as a fairy tale. As they enter Sarcero, strangely shaped hedges begin to appear. It seems that every shrub and bush has been sculptured in some sort of bizarre, fanciful shape. There's a cat riding a motorcycle along the top of a hedge. An elephant with light bulbs for eyes. There's people and animals dancing. There's even a bull ring complete with matador, charging bull, and spectators. And they were all made by sculpting hedges with scissors. Hey, man. <laughs> Will you look at that? After much ooing and eyeing, they reach their destination. Nina comes to a stop just beyond the church with its topiary park filled with wonders. Huh? I guess this is it. Look, there she is. Oh, my God. Jack, she's just as you described her. Well, it was easy enough. She is your identical twin. Amy? Is that you? Emily? Oh, I can't believe this. Let me look at you. Oh, my. It is like a mirror I am looking into. All my life I've felt that part of me was torn away. That was you. I know. I too have felt that way. But please, your friends? Do they want to come in? Oh, no, no, no. That's all right. We'll leave the two of you. We can come back for Amy later. Okay. Muchas gracias. Amy, tell me, are you also a healer? Oh, we have a lot of things to talk about. Especially our mother. See you later, guys. Ciao. Adios. Hasta pronto. 
And so, once again, back in Manuel Antonio. Well, here's to success. To success. <laughs> what successes are you hearing to? The conclusion. That's what makes you think anything ever gets concluded. You mean the song is ended, but... The melody lingers on? You all know what I mean. I would still love to know just what the heck was that light fandango. What did you think, Mojo? Well, if Felix is right, it's something their mother conjured up. But why did she do that? Maybe it was to bring Amy and Emily together. Well, it took them long enough to find each other. Their father didn't help matters. Hmm. If those two women combine their talents, they're going to be two very powerful healers. So you think the light fandango will, will now leave them alone? Or maybe it will assist them. <laughs> maybe that's what it wanted to do all along. And maybe now they'll finally be able to have a peaceful and lasting relationship with a man. Nina, how many women do you know that have lasting, let alone peaceful relationships with men? Oh, come on. <laughs> You're dreaming, Nina. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, you two are so bad. Wait, don't include Mojo. Okay, I'll admit, it's a nice dream. Thank you. Of course, everything's a dream. And whose dream are we in now? We never know. Maybe our own. Maybe one day we'll all just raise our arms and flutter away on the wings of butterfly dreams.
nice sleeze, nice sleeze, does it, does it, does it every time. Nice sleeze, nice sleeze, does it, does it, does it every time. Outside, had no halo, had no father with a coat of many colors. He spoke of brothers, many wine and women, song of plenty. He began to write a chapter in his story. Nice and sleazy, nice and sleazy does it. Nice and sleazy does it. Nice and sleazy does it. Does it every time.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was the Rent Boys. Yeah, with the girl singing. Uh, a misfit song, Astro Zombies. Very bizarre. Trippy. Mandolin, banjo. Glenn Zang Danzig would be proud. Uh, before that, we had um, Nice and Sleazy by Strangers. Nanny, you picked that one. And we start off with part four, the conclusion of Dreams of the Blue Morpho, Jack Flanders once more. Zapped into another adventure land. We'll be back after tour with another one of his self-realized freak-out trip learning experience adventures. Um, Roll? What's up? Where'd you get that bike? Um, I got it from the Salvation Army, I think. Shway. Yeah, did you paint it? No, yeah, like that. Nice shade of pink. <laughs> oh, it's salmon. Puce. I'd rather call it pink. Puce. Remember, we did that cover to um, double uh, par- Politics of Time. Yeah. And and then the printing guy told me it was puce. 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 Boone did that cover on a garbage bag, a grocery bag, a brown grocery bag. Yeah, just with a magic marker on there. I was like, because I didn't know how I was going to photograph. I mean, it was dark brown with black, but it came out okay. And then, see, in those days, it cost a thousand, well, probably still cost a lot of money, but we didn't have it. So to have color, full color, you needed to make uh, separations. They were like a thousand dollars. So you needed a, was it cyan? Yeah, magenta. Magenta. Yeah. You, had, you get all the colors from those four colors. So we all of our uh, New Alliance stuff was two-color stuff because all you needed was a simple negative. So we just run down all the colors so we wouldn't repeat ourselves, you know. So, okay, let's make this one puce and green. <laughs> and uh, that typewriter, I used that same typewriter for all the credits and stuff. That was a trip. New Alliance. We uh, we ended up putting out the first Who's Could Do album, first three Descendant albums. I think Billy told me they're doing a new Descendant album right now. It's already out. Really? Well, they did that one American. Yeah. But that was like half a year ago. No, no. I think they're working on another one. I think so. Billy told me he wanted to move back to Cali. He, he asked me what town. You know, he's from Redondo Beach, but... He's asking, what, what would be a good town to live in? And so I don't know. I like living by the water. And he goes, what, well, what do you think of Burbank? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there you go. You know, Billy was a fisherman in Stein, and he's going to move to Burbank. Right next to the airport, you know. That nice, uh, you know, moist cor- southeast corner of the valley. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I, can't, I know. I can't. I remember when he moved out there, first they found a little town in Missouri because the idea was, well, you go to tour all the time, why not live in the middle of the country? So all points are close. But yeah, I guess, I don't know, winter, (laughs) things like this. He told me the first time he went to a, like the the bar in the town, hey, uh, you know, they get a beer and they're there and some locals say, hey, where are you from? You know, oh, California. Oh, yeah? 
I hear two things come from California. <laughs> yeah, it was not too. It wasn't the welcome wagon. It wasn't the welcome wagon. So, I think Billy wants to move back. He's got a little family now and stuff. Uh, you know, uh, the first gig of theirs was here in Pedro. The Descendants? Yeah. It was Reactionaries played and Black Flag and the Plugs. Or was it the Alley Cats? Either the Alley Cats or the Plugs. It was over here on uh, Mesa, maybe Santa Cruz or something. There was a team post. It's like four apartments now. But uh, that was their first gig. And Billy had broke his shoulder Collarbone or shoulder blade or something. He's in a casting. He's 15 years old. He's trippy. They didn't have Milo. They were just three-piece. Frank was playing in his fishing boots. <laughs> Tony the mailman on bass. Trippy band. Keith was a singer of Black Flag then. Somebody told me Dezo was just in town. He's visiting. He lives in Brooklyn now, but he was back visiting. I haven't seen him a long time. And, uh... Yeah, he was supposed to go to that P-Funk gig that me and Raymond went to last week, but we didn't see him. He was in Misfits for a while. I don't know if he still is or what the deal is. Well, it, no, Glenn Danzig, right? Uh-oh. It was like Jerry and... Yeah, I think uh, Doyle wasn't even in it. I think it was just Jerry and just other people and Dezo. Robo, too, for a little bit. Some strange, yeah, it was some strange thing. I never got to see it. Uh, Jerry, only an interesting bass player, you know. Um, had four strings, but they were like two and two, the same two, you know. <laughs> the E and the E A E A. No, and so he could oh, just wow. move when he broke one. He used to break this this thing. Yeah, so you'd have another set, right? Yeah, okay. he used to smash it and glue it back. Yeah. Strange band, but a good band. That was a strange tape. Um, yeah. Somebody told me Danzig just made a new album. There's a new Danzig album. Biscuit joined that band for a while. It's like on top of a big goat head or something. <laughs> Stage prop. Yeah, you hear this, uh, it's a kind of a younger band uh, from Sacramento called Hella. I heard of Hella. Yeah. Well, we played with them. Back in Sacramento. Do you remember that, Pete? Oh, that first band that went on before? Which was the first or the second? When we played in Sacramento. Was it the first band or the second band? I don't know. I think I was asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I think both of us were asleep, man. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, here's something from their new record. So I guess you can't sing along with this thing. Yeah. uh, Hella, Watt for Pedro show with um, City Folk.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was um, Garbage Island with Space Poodle the Jazz Wonderland dude. Before that, Fun. be around anymore anyway. That's Tra- Transylvania Death Express. Lots of bummed out. And uh, before that was uh, City Folk by Hella. Well, we're coming to the end of a, another edition of Watt for Pedro Show, the before tour show for the Elmar Curatoto Tour 2004. Keep your powder dry.